This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About, about it. it. Welcome to Let's Drink About It. This is a show where we proceed... <laughs> Pressure's on, buddy. Pressure's on. <laughs> this is a show where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a perfect drink pairing. I'm Benjamin R. Harrison. I'm Chris Bowman. And we have our lovely and talented guest, another return guest, probably the fan favorite, Josie Long. Oh, Josie thank Long. you. Hello. At least the host's favorite, right? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Definitely the host. Yeah. Please. And our, our, our first guest. Let's not forget. Yeah, she was Did our first guest. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've said that a million times. Yeah, I know, but it's nice to keep repeating it. Yeah. We also have a couple of lovely uh, audience members. We do. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, as a man, I feel very outnumbered. And I'm fine with the numbers. I like the numbers. You like, you yeah, like where they These stand? are my numbers. These are my kind of numbers. Uh, three to two isn't very outnumbered. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> three to two is basically numbered. It's yeah. fine. As a staunch defender of the patriarchy, though, I, I just feel like any, any slight tilting in the advantage of women, I cannot abide. No, right. so. Fair enough. I understand. Yeah. Josie's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get the message. <laughs> um, Josie, how are you doing? What brings you to New York? Um, I'm great, thank you. I'm just sort of on a bit of a jolly. Um, I was going to... Is that English for... Uh, a vacation? Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like a jaunt. Right. I'm on a jaunt. All right. oh, I know what a jaunt Jolly is. Jolly sounds better, though. Let's just stick with Jolly. I'm on yeah. a Jolly. I, yeah. I came if you were jaunty, though, you'd have like your hat at a funny angle, though. Mm. I wish I, if I had a hat, I feel like that's what I would be doing. You would totally rock <laughs> a hat at a cool angle. And I'd be walking down the street just like with my arms kind of. Yep, elbows and out. heels, elbows yeah. and heels. Just so everyone knew that was my vibe. <laughs> I have, a, have a, uh, a hat story that I just must tell. Uh, when I was in London with Jesse Thorne shooting Put This On, we met this guy named Guy Hills, who was a very eccentric weirdo who makes uh, tweed that has reflective tape sewn through it mm -hmm. so that you can wear like your sporting tweeds Cycling. on your bike <laughs> and they reflect when cars drive by. Uh, but mm -hmm. he came downstairs at one point while we were in his house wearing this felted fox hat. It was like ears and like fox fur. Uh, but all made out of felt of fo fox hair. And it was like the most exquisite felt I've ever seen. And he's like, do you like my fox hat? Like, yes, we do like your fox hat. Uh, was it I, soft? Was it really yeah, soft? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was, you know, all one piece because it was made like handmade out of felt to be the shape of fox ears for his head. And uh, when I was in LA uh, last week, Rachel and I went over to visit Jesse and Teresa, and Jesse had gotten a fox hat made for him and a smaller one made for his son Simon, which is come on the sweetest thing <laughs> wow. that has ever oh. happened in the history of sweet things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, sorry. Carry on about your jolly. No, I would, <laughs> I would love it so much if a I were a more sar sartorial person, and b I had a tiny child that I could take into <laughs> Oh, oh man, God. you would have a cute kid. It would be so good. Yeah. But I, like, I'm currently, I was thinking about how I'm dressed today because I have to go on stage later on tonight and I'm wearing, like, my running shoes sure. because my other shoes have a hole in them. 
Mm-hmm. Can't, you gotta, <laughs> be, you, you gotta be homeostatic in the shoe. You can't be letting things come in from the outside. Exactly. So I thought, just cut, cut my losses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stick with the running trainer. Yeah. And then I've got sort of charcoal tri- tights on, and then I'm wearing this skirt that my sister and I found. It was like half price. Oh yeah. And that's its <laughs> Such sell, a deal. selling point. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think it's a nice looking skirt, though. <laughs> I mean, if I wore skirts, I would I would wear one like that. Oh, see, I, I like think to, very I like generous. to tell myself. <laughs> I, I was looking at. My, I was looking at myself in the mirror earlier on today in the hotel thinking like, I'm going to have to apologize for my appearance. <laughs> like I'm going to have to say, by the way, guys, I know that I can't dress very well like you. I'm wearing a top that I You do know that you're, you're, you're performing at the UCB, right? Those guys, you guys are all elegant and sophisticated compared to me. Yeah, right. Yeah, to elegant. Yeah, that's when I think of me, but I not think compared of the words elegant and sophisticated. Got, since I've last seen you, you've got a very smart haircut. Who me? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I did. I did cut my beard off too. Oh I did yeah. Once in a while. Yeah. We've both gone a little cleaner uh, around the beardal region. Beards are we, so Chris? last year. Yeah. Am I right? Sad. Yeah, so isn't it? the earlier half of 2014. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh God, you don't even get a full year anymore. No. You get a few yeah, months. Yeah. Hurry up. Well, the good thing about beards is that if by five o'clock, you know, you're tired of it, you just yeah. take it off and start over. That's like so this morning. My beard saw, is so I saw a yesterday. guy walking down the street with a beard today and I yelled, I yelled across uh, at him and I said, hey, buddy, the earlier half of 2014 called. It wants its <laughs> facial hair back. And everybody in earshot just laughed and laughed and laughed. I thought it was the funniest. <laughs> I really hope that being clean shaven becomes a thing. A thing. Oh, really? Yeah. I would, yeah. I'd like that to come in for uh, a bit. I don't think I'll ever take a razor to my face again. <laughs> no, I'll never take a razor to my face. I will cut it down to whatever I've got here, but so what, razor do you, burn. Do you use a trimmer? No. Yeah. Trimmer. Oh, you, like a no rail So basically coat? I take it down to like one grit sandpaper, you know, it's just like r- the roughest you do can you get. Do you use the same trimmer upstairs and downstairs? That's the you real like, question. Uh, I don't have an upstairs to my, no, my I'm, apartment. You know, what, you know what I mean. You know what I mean, Chris. Oh, ben, we talked about the numbers earlier. I don't want to get into trimmer talk. <laughs> You're it's alienating like not the a, crowd. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I just thought I'd put you on the spot. All right. Well, oh. con- congratulations. You win. You put me on the spot. <laughs> the spot, you are on it. Uh, I have no Kickstarter update because this episode is being recorded during my Kickstarter, but will come out more or less after my Kickstarter. So, I mean, assuming, is... assuming we have failed, fuck all oh, of you. Come on, that's and not nice. Assume... You're going to succeed, and I will tell you. Assuming we succeed, thank you very much. It yeah. really <laughs> means a lot to me. Oh, you're going to edit it out. I see what you're going to do. I'm going to put the appropriate response in. We uh, did it. Thank yeah. you. We didn't make it. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, speaking of driving the numbers down. <laughs> oh, uh, you can't unsponsor though. Yeah, no. exactly. Can't, you can't, can't take it back. No, can't take it back. No. Um, a real Somebody of... did go from a $5 donation to a $1 what? donation though. How? Yeah. How? I don't know. He, uh, he dialed it back. I guess because he was backing at a level that was not specific. Like $10 oh. is a specific back pledge level on our thing but five dollars isn't so he'd put in a custom amount and i guess you can probably just change it as much as you want one i heard something yeah i don't need your dollar buddy i heard something about kickstarter though that's interesting that like just today on the drive down that two to three percent right off the top uh gets taken back because of uh either expired credit cards or oh yeah yeah. don't go through no my uh my executive producer did a kickstarter earlier for a book about social enterprise in Kenya that uh, they lost like 
like like eight percent or something like not quite ten percent i think but but like a massive percentage because like one really big bidder like put in the wrong credit card information or Mm. got declined or something and they just didn't make it right Mm. so and it sucked because they'd like hit all these stretch goals that they like we're planning on paying for with all this extra money. Mm. And then <laughs> Kickstarter is really hard. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah. Stressful. Be careful people. Kickstarter is not as easy as it looks. Well, listen, I wanted to get into a bit of housekeeping real quick. Let's get into it. Just a tiny bit. Are we going to talk about our, our, uh, our hashtag that is storming Twitter? That is point number two. You'll okay. Note, point well, number two. Point number know, one. I didn't know you had an order. So. I, well, no. Well, let's start with point number two. Let's start with point number Hashtag two. Hashtag high school cocktails. Oh, my it's God. It's pretty fun. It's, Incredible it's happening. It's, pr- it's working. It's Tearing happening. up the charts. Yeah. Um, Is this drinks that you created when you were in high yes. school? Yes. Yeah. To like make the alcohol less painful. Oh, yeah. my God. I, I know loads of those that I did. Yeah. Please contribute. Give Won't us a you? couple of hashtags. So yeah. there were two things. So the two that I can most remember is the first one is there was a boy who I knew called Nick Russell. Uh, who Always Nick a boy. Russell. There's always a boy, right? <laughs> yeah. And he... Had, these are background information about him. Yeah. He pierced his own nose <laughs> using a big safety pin, like a hard guy. He's and in his bedroom, hard. he'd all like drawn all over the walls and his parents had just let him do that. Yeah. And it was in a nice house in Petswood, which will mean nothing to you guys. Right. But Some people I was listening, not from a nice mean... house in Petswood. <laughs> right, okay. All right. And he, um, he used to make these cocktails where he would like put everything in and then just top it off with toothpaste. Just as a oh chaser. My, that, mm. he, oh, whoa. Here's the thing about, here's the thing about I, the hashtag. I feel like I grew up with the fear that toothpaste is terrifying and poisonous. You can't swallow it. You can't swallow it. And yeah. He'd always put loads of toothpaste in at the end. And you'd be like, oh, what's that? And he'd be like, toothpaste. <laughs> like unapologetically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just toothpaste. <laughs> but this is the thing about these high school cocktails is that everyone is more disgusting than the yeah, last. Yeah, really... Like every time I read it, it's like, I didn't even think of that combination. I mean, there's a lot of Gatorade happening. That was sure. pointed Ga- out. Which is like, yeah. you know. Not something kind of, that mixes like nice with alcohol, but probably does mix nice with a hangover. So maybe. Yeah. Might so help preemptive. Might in advance. Yeah. 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 There's also a very high presence of schnapps, different schnapses. Mm-hmm. I think it's because you it's can't sweet. Yeah, you can't bear the thought of drinking a real drink. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you'll do anything to make something well, up and I just think have it's a glass also that you don't really know what a real drink is. Yeah. You're like, I know that this does something to me. It's <laughs> definitely all the adults in my life act like fucking idiots when I see them at like Thanksgiving and shit. <laughs> but like nobody has ever taught me like what what might do. taste good. Right. Yeah. So that's how we get to melted popsicles and scotch. Well, that's why underage oh, people yeah. should definitely listen to this show. <laughs> right. Drink responsibly. Drink well. Right. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna drink. Make a nice one. Yeah. Right. Uh, can I read a couple of these? Yes. Yes. Right. Please do. Uh, at Haver healthy Catchy. screwdriver, fifty-fifty yeah. orange uh, Gatorade and vodka. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, quotes around healthy. Uh, <laughs> at Paul Manone, uh, first time drinking, I mixed tequila into vanilla McDonald's milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, night. We used to do that. Vodka. Yeah. Vodka yeah. and vodka. a chocolate McDonald's milkshake. Vodka is a little, I mean, just tequila is, um, vodka is like kind of flavorless. So, I mean, you can get away with it maybe. Right. But what was, uh, I think, uh, was it Michael Hoffman? At Hoffman had Hoffman. a good one. Do you remember? Did you write that one down? Uh, I don't. 
I don't have somewhere. all of these for some reason. But uh, I'll search it. Oh, yeah. all tweets. I'm in. Yeah. Let's see. Bacardi Silver from the bottle chased with Altoids. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, that one. That was really good. It's it's possible I was even there for that one, but I don't yeah. remember it. The first know. time I got my heart broken, which was at university. So it was like my first the end of my first year at university. So I was nineteen. But still sort of counts. Yeah. I decided I was gonna get really drunk, but I didn't have any money. So I just had to find what booze there was around. Right. And uh it was me and this pal of mine and we, I had Pims and he had Bacardi and we had no mixers. So yeah. we were like, oh, well, like the Pims will be like a mixer. Right, mix one yeah. to the other. Yeah, Bacardi and Pims. Oh, no, it wasn't. Was it Bacardi? No, Malibu. <laughs> oh, that just got worse. Bacardi's like normal drink. Malibu, the disgusting yeah, coconut yeah. flavored clear liqueur. It was Malibu yeah. and Pims. Ugh. And it was so far. And do you Grimy. know what? I've not been able to drink Malibu and Pim since. Oh, that's such a shame. You mean together? Like you, you've never had I've a Malibu and Pim since? Oh. <laughs> Boy, Chris, so we might bad. need to change Josie's drink for later in the show. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it was just a shot of Malibu with a Pim's chaser. Oh, God. A oh, boil, just a boiler maker with some... Malibu and Pim's. Right. <laughs> um, gross. All right, two more. Gotcha, Gocher. I'm pretty, pretty sure I'm pronouncing yeah, that right I think now. So. He'll tell uh, you. He will tell you. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. Did, uh, cherry Kool Aid, Kahlua, and chocolate syrup. <laughs> like some of these are made up. Like I don't believe. Like I that one is. That. Oh, I don't know. It'd be delicious. It's like coffee, cherry, chocolate. chocolate. What's yeah. not to like? Yeah. Uh, you're pudding? right. I mean, technically, you're right. Uh, music etiquette tweeted swiss chocolate almond liqueur which i think is one thing yeah swiss chocolate almond liqueur <laughs> with milk <laughs> yeah which uh sounds like a nightcap i guess I don't for know. the record music etiquette is uh graham walsh's band that was his oh. partner julie yeah um oh. uh, real quick uh, i wanted to say that uh the mice are winning are there, oh, yeah, yeah, there was some live tweeting of your mouse. Yep. Uh, yeah, people in, were asking me to vine it, and I was like, I was sat waiting uh, with my slow motion fucking camera. <laughs> and, uh, what happened? Well, I have mice in the house. Uh -huh. No big deal, right? It's not a big deal. But like on one side of the kitchen, there's a stove. On the other side, there's a fridge. And I just, I'll be sitting it's reading. It's a mouse run. It is a mouse run. So I, like, I pulled the stove out. You know, I didn't put steel wool in because I thought, if I put steel wool here, they're going to go somewhere else. They're going to find a different route right and the room that i'm in will like they? yeah well the room that i'm in had mouse traps in it when i got there and he's like yeah sometimes there's mice in this room and i'm like i don't want to think about mice while i'm sleeping because <laughs> i won't sleep first of all anyway so i saw a mouse in in my old apartment i saw a mouse in our room the first day that i <laughs> lived there oh, God. and then there was a mouse problem for like two years see i don't like i don't have a problem with mice right i don't like i'm yes i don't want no, them in but my it's, house it's the dealing with it that's right the awful thing these fuckers are eating the peanut butter out of the trap like we're talking like the, they're the, wise the, to this trap like I'm, I'm watching, I, I put like a huge dollop of peanut right. butter on, right? I'm like, I want him to get mucky. I want him to get in. I want him to get his Maybe nose. Maybe you should very... put like a tiny bit. So he really has to like work, work it out for it. There. Well, yeah. so basically that's what's happening right now. They've taken a lot and then like dwindled down to a little bit. Oh. So I'm waiting oh, God. for that snap, right? Oh, I, feel I heard, fun. I was sleeping and yeah. I heard, oh. and I was like, I don't want to do this, but I don't want to leave it. Like if it's, you know, right. if it's caught a leg or something. So I get up. 
trap was upside down. No mouse. No. And there was a fuckload of peanut butter on there. Yeah. Anyway, so I was like, you earned it. And then the next day, he wasn't so quick. Yeah. Or she. But he did. It sucked. I don't like like catching them. But anyway, I've only got one so far. And I... There's I still probably see them. 10 million of them in there. So, yeah. Anyway. Wow. Pray for me, everyone. Pray for me. All right. And Pete. the mice. I once had a thing in my old flat where um, the roof got flooded, and me and my ex boyfriend had to stay in our living room. And we'd sort of been vaguely aware that there were some mice sort of in the flat every now and again, but it had never been a problem. And we were staying on the sofa bed in the living room, and I woke up, and there was a mouse. Get running it. across the pillow Fuck. next to me. It was absolutely fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it was so Shit. awful. For, for all involved, the mouse was probably shitting itself, yeah. right? The mouse was cool about it. <laughs> right, well. <laughs> no, it was terrifying. Yeah, he's like, hey, man, take it easy. Just checking <laughs> it out. I'm just a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm What's really kind of cute if you think yeah, about right. it. <laughs> I can't even give you a disease. I'm yeah, not yeah. even that kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bubonic plague is basically a thing of the past. No, but those guys didn't. Mice didn't do it. It was rats. Oh, it was rats. It was rats mice yeah. are too cute. Yeah, yeah, mice get a bad rap. It's official. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's making me feel less uh, enthusiastic about killing mice. Yeah. Which cute. I didn't start out enthusiastic, I should say. You're but. you're a you're a guy that kills cute animals. I am now. The day. I am now. So am I, unfortunately. <laughs> right. I was thinking about the utter lack of regret I have of killing mosquitoes. Yeah. Like if they're anywhere near me, I'm like, ah, dead, bye. Yeah. yeah. Like dead, no bye. Yeah, nothing else. Well, like we don't no have remorse. a lot of evidence that mosquitoes live like rich interior interior <laughs> lives and have poetry and <laughs> yeah. you know. not like the mice do yeah oh, i bet the mice i heard that have sharks poetry. have feelings though what's I that sharks apparently have like feelings and personalities they've just discovered in they're science. just all assholes yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your life event for this um, week's episode? I had an incredible experience with a phone service uh, operator. Like the best experience I've ever had. What happened? <laughs> it was, you'll find out. <laughs> Stay tuned, Josie. Don't go anywhere. Be quicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really good to hear. Mm-hmm. It was really good to go through. Josie, how about you? Uh, I am about to go on tour. All That's right. my experience. I, I moved house a couple of months ago. But nothing We've much. We've talked about moving so much on this show. Yeah. We just can't. We just can't. The tour. I know, I know no more. it's probably... But the tour's coming up, so that's... Yeah. 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 I've got that in my sights. Good. Here's the thing, Josie. We know that you're going to say some amazingly insightful things, no matter what your topic <laughs> is. You're very kind. Uh, ben? Yeah. Uh, I had my last, uh, my last cookout of the season, I think. Probably my last cookout where I could go out in bare feet. And Packed up the big green work, egg. Work the, old, work the old grill. That's right. It's right there. You can oh, look out the window and uh, see my see my BBQ. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Should we get into the drinks? Let's. Josie. Yeah. You're you're gonna drink something called the City Ricky. That sounds great. <clears throat> uh, it's an ounce and a half of gin. Uh, a half ounce of fresh lime juice, an ounce of Cointreau, club soda, cranberry juice, 
and an orange and lime slice for garnish. You're gonna pour the gin, lime juice, and Cointreau into a highball, uh, three quarters filled with ice, fill with soda and cranberry, uh, and stir, and garnish with the orange and lime. That's cool. it. Yep. Chris, great. your drink, drum roll please, mm-hmm. is the Negroni. Ooh. This is an ounce of gin, an ounce of sweet vermouth, and an ounce of Campari. I know that a lot of recipes you will see call for three quarter ounces of each of these, but it's just a it's a one to one to one, and I'm a I'm a generous home bartender, so I'm pouring you a whole ounce. I like your style. That's such a delicious drink. It yeah. is, and you have to respect a cocktail where the mixer is booze. Yeah. Yep. And then the third mixer. Much like your high school cocktail. Yeah. I respect that cocktail. This is a this is a high school cocktail <laughs> like par excellence. <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, you just build it in a rocks glass, garnish with a nice uh, orange peel. That's all there is to it. I like it. I like uh, it. Yeah. Rub the orange peel around the edge of the glass, the uh, outer part, mm-hmm. um, before you drop it into the drink, because that'll put some nice orange oil on the glass and make the experience that much do- more delightful. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, and for you, Ben, you're going to be drinking uh, Smoke and Mary. Uh, it's uh, one and a half ounces of vodka, four ounces of tomato juice or Clamato juice. Wouldn't that be a Caesar? 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 Well, let's do that. Let's like smoke and marry or Caesar. Whatever I you want. You, you, you say tomato, but then you say clamato. It's called <laughs> clamato. It's very funny. It's not called clamato. clamato. It's well, no, but it's true. Clamato. But, 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 to, but it's tomato. Honestly, if you're going to say tomato, you might as well say clamato. No, because it's, it's... You know, she has a point. What she's got is dead to rights. The inventor of the English language is sitting next to <laughs> My name, Josephine English. Yeah, the... <laughs> And I would like to call you to task here. <laughs> okay, well, it's uh, uh, four ounces of tomato juice or uh, clamato juice, uh, <laughs> depending on what a, you want to do. You're such a Canadian. Don't let this English person oh, tell no, you what no, to do. No, no, no. We, 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 Canadians should pronounce it clamuto. <laughs> <laughs> clamato. Yeah, we walked away from clamato. these fuckers a long time ago in terms of spelling and pronunciation, yeah. oh. and we've been very well well uh, rewarded for it. I have a bone to pick with you, America. Oh. It's my phone that I am using in the United Kingdom. Stop autocorrecting. Realize to have a Z. Stop taking the oh user off my words. I found out the fix. You know what the fix is? What's the fix? Add the keyboard. There's a keyboard function on your phone. I, you can add the keyboard. Okay, it's amazing. Right I added a Canadian keyboard, which this is, is, this is good I didn't pod. know it existed. This How is good pod right here. Okay, yeah, sorry, it's real good sorry. pod. And people are going people, like, duh, there's keyboards people, on your phone. People are loving this recipe. I've already yeah. done that for emoji. Anyway, okay. sorry, I should yeah. be quiet. Uh, okay, so uh, let's one ounce, one and a half ounce of vodka, four ounces of tomato juice, half ounce of lemon juice, half ounce of barbecue sauce, a dash of Tabasco, what? dash of Worcestershire <laughs> sauce, uh, one scoop of crushed ice, and uh, <laughs> lemon juice or lemon slice. Sorry. Uh, so mix all the ingredients except the lemon slice in a double fashion glass, garnish with the lemon slice. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yep. it's just a Bloody Mary with some barbecue sauce, basically. And uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, it's a twist. I'm into it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to enjoy it. I think. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Chin chin. Cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink, clink. All around. Oh, there's a lot of clinking yeah. going on. This is much more <laughs> clinking than an average episode awesome. gets. I love it. The Bringing our average up overall. This is absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah. Sweet, mm. sweet Jeebus. Yum-a-dum-dum. Mm. What? 
That was yummy. I liked You're, my drink. Oh, I thought you... What? I was gonna, dum dum. I was going to point out, I did not use Tabasco as the recipe calls for. Good, good. Um, the reason I did not is that my friend Joey Kmeyer, who works for a oh. company called Sylvan Labs, came over and brought me this hot sauce that his company... His company is basically like an agency, and they just decided to make hot sauce for fun. Awesome. And... Uh, Boy, it is so good. I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I mean, like, I'm not getting paid to say that. Yeah. I saw I, the exchange go down. I, yeah. I'm not online. really sure. Like, like I, I sort of barely know this company. Like, I almost got hired by them to do some editing for a thing that they were working on uh, years ago. And I couldn't take the gig, so I passed it off to a friend. And, so, and I just tweet with them occasionally. This this hot sauce is fabulous. Uh, best name ever. Same same but different. Yeah. yeah. Just taught my nephew same same the other day. He's yeah. Like, I'm like Alex, look, you're wearing sunglasses. I'm wearing sunglasses. Same same. And he's like, same same. And then samezies, samezies <laughs> and same same. And now my sister yeah. was killing herself laughing. Anyway, that's irrelevant. Uh, that that uh, is a great name for a hot sauce. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think you can. I think there's a website on here. Let's see. Yeah. Same but diff. D i f f dot com. Uh, I don't know if they're actually selling it on there yet or, or what, but uh, if you can find it, I highly recommend it. And uh, it's going real nice in my fake Bloody Mary. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, little information about the Ricky. Uh-huh. The Ricky uh, was originally uh, uh, just what you're drinking now, minus the uh, lime juice and, or sorry, the cranberry and Cointreau. So, what was that? Gin, soda. Lime. lime yeah that's very similar to a drink yeah. that i made when i wanted to go to a nightclub on my own when i was about 14 and i raided my mum's cabinet and my mum only had non-brand gin and blackcurrant cordial and so i made myself it was just a bottle that said gin on yeah, it yeah it's the, <laughs> oh, great, it's the great. bleakest thing in the world isn't it that is, and so I had that like is a, some 1984 shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you have like a Veracruz ulcer also? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I suppose I will uh, tell you guys about... Your last cookout. My last cookout. One of the major problems about us finding a new apartment was that I needed a place for my barbecue grill because my barbecue grill is of great importance to me. And it's very hard to find apartments in New York that have outdoor space. I'm not really sure if we're allowed to have my barbecue out on our little Generally not. balcony the way it is. And uh, I w- when I was lighting it the other night, it, there were like some sparks coming out of it. And I was like, if I lived below this and saw sparks coming down, I'd be none too happy. Yeah, but uh, I'm a bad neighbor and I insist. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I had my, my last cookout where I was like, this is probably the last day of the year where I'll be able to go out and tend the grill barefoot. Well, and uh, I felt a little pang of sadness about that because we barely had any time to enjoy that type but I of mean, thing in this apartment. You're really not going to cook in the winter? Like oh, I will. Yeah, okay, but not but your bare just, feet. It's a different thing, you know? Right, when, yeah. When you yeah, can it's not comfortable. It's like... Stand out yeah. there and it's your foot flops. Point. and making yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we can have a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, It'll right. be great. Fuck you, winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Everybody stand outside and get a beer from the cooler, okay? <laughs> Did I mention how like we were told like the news back home is saying like uh, this is going to be the T Rex of winters? 
Yeah, that's the that's the language. That's that's how they described it. The T Rex of winters. What little arms? <laughs> yeah, that's what? that's how I I don't think of it like that. I think of it with big teeth. Mm. Little arms might be the way to look at it because it's a little more positive. Yeah. What, what do they mean? Uh, ferocious. Oh. Maybe. See, she just said a shark. The sh- it's going to be the shark of winter. <laughs> <laughs> or a pit bull. Yeah. Terrifying. Sure. I, 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 yeah. Well, they could be very sweet if they're raised by... Yeah, if they're raised by kind people, by you're kind right. people. Maybe they meant because a T-Rex has short arms, it doesn't do a lot of shoveling, and that means there's going to be lots of snow around. So why are you going to have a T-Rex of a winter? You just are. Yeah. I mean, last year we had a pretty bad one, but uh, anyway, we're getting into weather talk now. This is We had a really mild one in my civilized nation. Yeah, lucky for you. We did not. We had a long, brutal winter that we're still talking about going into the next winter. So, yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, Ben, I hope that you do continue to barbecue through yeah, if we have the winter. A, like a, a, occasionally, we'll get a warm day in the middle of the winter here. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, we had a 70-degree day, and uh, I know that's meaningless to the two of you, but uh, we had it a 70-degree really 24. Oh, well, that's hot. That's two, nice. 21. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of January, <laughs> which was uh, which was really nice, and if if that does happen, I will try to remember to make a Smoky Mary. Uh, this is this is a good drink. I think that the barbecue sauce uh, adds something to the Bloody Mary. It gives a little sweetness that isn't there normally, which I like. And how is your um, city, Ricky? It's delightful. Hang on. The audio of mm-hmm. Josie sipping. Mm. Very genteel, very. I feel like, <laughs> I feel genteel. like me very sipping genteel. has got to sound really disgusting because I have a thick, frothy drink and slurping, I'm like yeah. slurping it out the top. <laughs> Sorry, listener. It's nice. It's very okay. light and very sweet, and you can taste the gin in it, which is really good. Mm. You gin fan? I, I, I am. Yeah. Although, I'm sort of. I'm trying to sort of create new rules for myself because I don't drink very often. Yeah. And I used to just be like gin and tonic, gin and tonic, and I know it's a myth. But it does make me more melancholy. Whereas if I have dark rum, I'll have a great Look night. out, yeah. Yeah. If Riff, I have roaring, dark good rum, time. look out, <laughs> Yeah, guys, right, right. Because wow. it's going to be great fun. Like, and I think I worked out in my head, like, what it meant if I drank different drinks. So, like, <laughs> if I drink, if I'm out and I drink, like, red wine, then the evening has a romantic edge. And if yeah. I drink um, cider, then it means that I... I'm probably a bit depressed because it's so sugary and so bad for me. Mm-hmm. It's basically self-harm. Mm-hmm. And then if I drink a gin and tonic, it's like, oh, maybe I'm a bit uncomfortable. It's like an art show. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> rum and Coke, if I'm going to drink rum and Coke or rum and Diet Coke. See, you've really incorporated Let's Drink About it into your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If I drink a rum, rum and is, Coke. This is a really wonderful thing. It's a masterclass right yeah. now. Yeah, dark Listen rum and up, Diet people. Coke. That means if I, whoever I'm with, I like you a lot and I really want us to have a big night. So like if anyone's about and I'm and they're like, what should we drink? And I'm like, dark rum and diet Coke. I'm basically saying, let's get it on. Let's right. what? Or let's just have a good time. Not in the right, Marvin right. Gaye you know. sense. Like yeah. I'm saying like, let's, it's let's, on. let's yeah, pop it. It's let's, on. Let's yeah, pop yeah, it right. on. Yeah. Right. Let's get going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, do you not have that where you, what with certain drinks? Yeah. You know, it's funny. The first time I ever encountered someone saying, um, uh, I can't drink that beer because it makes me sad. Yeah. Was in Hackney Wick, which was where we used to live in in London. Uh, they said that Grolsch made them like abysmally sad. Doesn't and surprise I, me. I've never heard that before. I've never heard like a certain beer making you more sad than another. And I don't know. 
It's I would strange say Grosch is full of chemicals, though, comparatively. I don't know. I mean, I, I personally don't have a drink where I'm, I don't know, like I can't drink that because I'm going to end up in a puddle of tears or, <laughs> you know, I'm going to tequila. I guess that's the only one I've ever said that makes me like rage with right. good times. Yeah. You, Ben, do you have any? I feel like all alcohols just work like alcohol. I yeah, mean. that's how I <laughs> you feel. just have a yeah, nice time. Generally, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I also like don't really lose my inhibitions on alcohol. So I, uh, just like one of the main reasons to drink. <laughs> you're, yeah, well, you're, you're what's known as a buttoned up drunk. I'm, I'm a deeply like, inhibited person. A buttoned so. up drunk. I just made that up. Oh, it's a term. We just coined it. Yeah. Did you really? Hashtag yeah, buttoned, buttoned up, up drunk. drunk. Did yeah. you honestly? Or is yeah. it like No, I just made term. that up. I mean, I've, Maybe I've heard it somewhere. I couldn't tell you that it's for sure I've heard it. I think I just... I like it a lot about yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. All right. It's a responsible it, drunk, it, really. It, it wears well. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Classy drunk. Yeah, I did um, Whippets one time. What? Nitrous. I What? And you did Whippets? It's like a... Uh, what do you Laughing call it? Laughing gas. Yeah, no, it's like out of a fucking aerosol can. Like a, a whipped cream can. Yeah, and that made me lose my inhibitions big time. And I was like, holy shit, never <laughs> yeah. again. What yeah. did you do? Did you just run about? Yeah, I was at a party acting like a real cat. Were you 16 years old? No, I was like... Whip it. Whip I was it like good. Is that what that's from? One or 20... No, I was probably 22 when I did that. Um... Is that what Devo? Is that what well, Devo... Yeah, whip it, whip it is... I don't It know. comes from... So it comes from a brand of uh, aerosolized uh, whipped cream, mm-hmm. which people will spray into a bag and then breathe the fumes, and then which the I think is cream. not. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, br- I, I think it's not about the, the cream, cream through my it. nose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's it's used more generally to mean just doing any amount of nitrous, and the form I was doing it in was like little canisters. Like it would use in a like in a c- commercial kitchen to make whipped cream, mm. but they had like a device to crack them into a balloon, and then they would like hand you a balloon. So this is a, this is a how-to on how to oh, do whippets right now. I've been at festivals when people. Have yeah, been. yeah, yeah. I'm hip. But, but I'm not. I'm so square. Well, your four-year-old nephew that apparently listens to our <laughs> cocktail podcast and just got like, Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uncle Quiz, I want to do a whippet. Uh, yeah, don't do drugs. Yeah. Um, I, here's a, like another reason I love doing this show is because I'd say every other week I find out something new and really awesome about Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that I did whip it. That's not yeah. awesome. It's well, so it's lame. awesome because it's in the past. It's way in the past. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you're not going like, to, after, after the show, after we wrap tonight, we're going to do a couple whippets and then hit the streets. It'd be nice if that meant <clears throat> that you would get some dogs and just take them <laughs> yeah, with you. Yeah. I don't think anybody's like addicted to that though, right? I mean, like. Oh, I think it's a big social problem in the United Kingdom at the moment. Is it really? Is it? Yeah. What, having dogs, like whippets? <laughs> People doing yeah. nitrous. Just really? You see the kind of skinny No shit. It's what the kids do. But I is it addictive or is it just fun? I think it's just, to be fair, I think it is relatively harmless. And if you. I mean, it kills brain cells, but so does like, you know, smoking a hookah. Yeah. So, so does whacking yourself in the forehead for a joke, right? <laughs> Which I've done a lot. <laughs> have Have you guys heard of Robocokes? No. Robo- uh, we're getting into stupid territory. What's a Robocoke? It's where you drink a whole bottle of oh, Robitussin, Robitussin, then you chug a bottle of Coke. What's a, Robitussin? A cough medicine. Oh. So what apparently happens is one guy described it to us like, you know, back at the end of high school. He's like, "Yeah, I did Robocokes." I'm like, "What's that?" Describes it to us by himself in his room with the door closed like locked yeah like does this thing and then uh describes it like his head felt like it was 
like uh, the size of a grape and his arms felt like they were 50 feet long and he was trying to negotiate <laughs> yeah. to like, getting out of his He's room like dulcim from the uh, street fighter 2 video game <laughs> Why does it do that? I don't know. I remember it's stupid. Dulcim, like, we're talking about stupid recreational kitchen sink drugs. Yeah. Probably... That's a whole other podcast. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you think this would go with, uh, I mean, Robocooks. your tour, where's your tour going to take you, first of all? Yeah, Robococks. Oh, yeah. Gin um, and Robococke? Oh, lovely. Yeah. I Dark am, rum I mean, and Robococke. <laughs> men we know it's going to be a good night, right? Yeah. Um, I am, I'm going around the UK and I'm going to go to Melbourne, Australia. And my big dream is to do It's one of my favorite weeks. parts of the UK. <laughs> oh, my God. If only. If we, if we had the level of quality of outdoor swimming pools that Melbourne, Australia has. <laughs> London, England, I'd be a happy woman. <laughs> um, I, my dream would be to come back to New York and do a run. So if anyone here listening runs a small theatre in New York and wants to put me on, do it. Should. But I'm, Take her up on yeah, that. It's impossible. Quite a lot. Yeah. It's very probable. Very, <laughs> I hope yeah. it happens. I really do. We, have, um, we literally have... A few thousand listeners, so I mean, like you know, could happen. I see um, a couple of them are at least in New York, maybe one or two. Yeah, I'm doing um, a couple of gigs that I'm really excited about on the UK tour. Yeah, one of them is on the Isle of Mull, and one of them is on the Isle of Skye, which are two Hebridean mm. islands. Which have are you so planning on people. hiding any of your money while you're there? Whoa, what is a treasure hunt? Aren't those like uh, <laughs> tax havens? Oh no. no, oh no, no. What's the one that's like the Cayman Islands? No, there's oh, one. Oh, Jersey and Guernsey. Uh, yeah, Jersey and Guernsey. Those are the. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to go to. You guys. This. Yeah, I that's love. where like Bono keeps all his wealth, right? I used to. Well, probably, yeah. I used to. He hasn't paid thing. taxes in like 10 years. He's a dickhead. Yeah. And, and he's, his justification for it is so vile. It's like. <laughs> what is Guys, this? I've never been an idealist. And the reason, you know, I help Ireland because they cut the taxes so much. So that's why I'm here. And I put more in. It's like. Is yeah, that really what he said? Yeah. It's so slimy. Publicly? Yeah. Oof. And he thought it was a really cool thing to say, Oof. but it was the best. So no, I should not be gracing Jersey or Guernsey with my humor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not until Jerks. they shape up. Yeah. Good, good thinking. Yeah. Um, shape up. Oh, <laughs> you guys just, I just got soaked. This ice cube just <laughs> dropped from the top of the glass to the bottom. Oh, I'm sorry, completely Chris. Splooshed I you? just got soaked. Negr- by my Negroni. Negroni soak. I absolutely love a Negroni. It was delicious, by the way. It was um, delicious. I, I gave you that Negroni because, you know, you go into uh, dealing with a with a phone company thinking it's going to be bitter and cloying, which is what the ingredients of a Negroni sound like. Yeah. And it sounds like you had a delightful experience, and this is a delightful drink. I cannot, I cannot, I will not be able to relay how good of an experience this was. Like, I <laughs> was on the phone for 70 minutes, okay? Whoa. An hour and 10 minutes. That sounds minutes. awful already. It sounds <laughs> awful. But lucky for me, I've had the time lately, right? I've had a little bit extra time on my hands. So, uh, you know, like three minutes in, uh, I knew right away this woman was going to be awesome like it was just like you know she was just so she sounded like, like she was in a good mood well she was just kind of like flat like very like by the book very by the book and uh and she's like wow mr bowman how can i help you today i said well, first of all like she explained her name was elaine she was going to be helping me and i said first of all mm-hmm. elaine I like how are you nice today? elaine yeah elaine you don't right? meet that many battle no no this one That's is totally true yeah yeah it's well a, this is the first elaine correlates I've ever met. highly with goodness yeah and uh 
And I said, first of all, how are you today, Elaine? And she was just like caught off guard, that like already off script. She just was like, oh, uh, fine. Thank you for asking, you know, and then <laughs> every question I had. So basically I was trying to get a new phone and every question I had, she did not only answer to. And, uh, <laughs> and I, Oh, it sounds great, <laughs> man. I, I wish you could have heard like, it was, uh, um, oh, well, uh, she was surprised by every, like the fact that I had oh. questions was a surprise. Yeah. She's like, oh, um, uh, can I put you on hold for a minute? Absolutely. You know, no problem. And so sure. she would go and then she'd come back and she'd have the answer and then it's okay. Well, and then I was just thinking of, you know, I had questions about like a new contract or whatever. And she did, like I say, did not have the answer to any of these questions. And she, it got comical. And, and I said, I mean, maybe like third time she asked me if she could put me on hold. I said, Elaine, before you go, I'm just going out on a limb. Are you new at this job? And she was like <laughs> laughing, you know, like, you know, how did you know? And, and, uh, and then she kind of like went away laughing and came back. And I said, like, how, I mean, honestly, how many days have you been on the phones? And she's like, uh, including today. And I said, yeah. A day and a half. <laughs> and so then I was just like, all right, this is all in. I'm on the phone for as long as this takes, and I will ask every question I have, right? And um, She probably really learned a lot working with you. She, she probably did. I was, I was helping her Now out. the next That's, time somebody calls, chances are she's heard the question before <laughs> yeah. from one Chris Bowman. That's right. Just doing my job. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, and I told her, I said, look, this is by far the most fun I've had. Because we were like literally in tears laughing at a certain point. She, got, she asked me, I think, probably 10 or 11 times if she could put me on. By the, time, like, by the time we were finished, she could not even ask if she could put me on hold anymore. Because she found it so funny. And her finding it funny made me find it funny. And then we were just, and I was just like, look, this is the most fun I've ever had on a service call or whatever you want to call it, like ever. And uh, I spoke to her supervisor and I wrote a letter. And, wow. and yeah, she was uh, nice she, one, Elaine. Yeah, Elaine was amazing. And 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 I said, Elaine, after I get off the phone, I don't know what I'm gonna do three minutes from now when somebody doesn't ask me if they can put me on hold. <laughs> you know, like I have no idea what I'm gonna do. And uh, anyway, it was it was just like I got off the phone and I felt like a million dollars. Like it was just like this really nice like speaking to her supervisor. It was like amazing because she was like, listen, nobody gets this. Nobody ever says this. And you know, we can all be shitheads on the phone, right? Like it's a faceless like servant on the, on the other end of the phone. And right. I was just like, there's no way I'm going to have this much fun for free. Well, an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, let's say uh, 50 bucks an hour usually is my fee, you know, but it's free this time. Yeah. Uh, it's my reasonable. donation to Elaine and the company that she works for. Uh, but yeah, it was great. It was so much fun. And uh, I probably told this story like five times since it happened. So yeah. Thanks, Elaine. I hope she listens to this show. She's going to be really surprised if she does, right? I did ask her. Holy shit. I said, is there like any way we can arrange so that when I call, I have her employee number because I had to have it to to write the letter. So I'm going to like request the employee number. She's going to be my gal when I talk to her. The next time you speak to her, she's like been hardened by the game. And she's like, oh, I remember you when I was young. I was a young Back when I was started, sure. Put you on hold, sure. (laughs) Bright eyed. I can't remember the last time I put someone on hold. (laughs) Now I've been ground down. Bring a hair in the head with Matt and Fire Angry mother. Nothing left anymore, Chris Bowman. (laughs) I'm a husk of what I used to be. But then do you not feel like. That you oughtn't to speak to her again because it, it won't yeah, ever be tarnished. as magical. Yeah, as no, you're right. I'm gonna burn the card when I get home. I'm gonna oh. burn the number. Oh. Forget it. Later. See ya. Oh, yeah. and then it'll be so and beautiful. Sad violin music swells. <laughs> yeah. 
single tear. We had a time. Down. Elaine, we had a time. Did you look? Did you, no. I was going to say, did you look her up on Facebook so you could see what she looked like? No, no. That is creepy. No, no. I, I don't know her last name. I'm, like, I'm going to search no, on Facebook. Elaine, employee phone. number 57916. Yeah. I'm sure she has it on her Facebook, right? Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. I still remember when I interviewed for university and we had to go and you had to go and stay there for a couple of days because it was quite an intense interview process. And I remember I really befriended a girl there and the girl was called, pardon me, the girl was called Louise Malpass. Uh-huh. Never forgotten her. Never seen her since. Never heard from her since. You know, I have no yeah. idea what she's done with her life. Last time we saw each other, we were 18 years old. But I remember thinking at the time, she's a cool girl, Louise Malpass. <laughs> and I'll, ne- I'll never forget her. And um, that'll be you and Elaine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, Elaine and I, we had Elaine. something. For an hour and 10 minutes of our lives, yeah. we shared something pretty special. And uh, this Negroni is for her. Chris, I hear you have some smart facts for the listeners. Well, I have facts. Smart. Some, some dumb to, dumb to smart, somewhere, I was, on, the, I was somewhere reading, on the spectrum. Yeah, I was reading the Dale DeGroff, The Craft of Cocktail book, and uh, mm. there was a little thing on eggs in drinks. And so we've had some, but not many right. uh, eggs in drinks. And um, First time I had an egg in a drink, I've probably said this on the show, mm-hmm. was in a bar in Oakland, California, name of Acote. It's actually a restaurant, but they have a very good bar. And the uh, bartender was like, hey. You want me to make a drink for you that's not really on the menu? Oh, you did tell me this. And uh, I was like, sure. What's going on? And he's like, it's got an egg white in it. And I was like, wow, okay. Why isn't it on the menu? He's like, it's illegal to serve a drink with an egg white in it because it's not cooked. And uh, I've never had verification that the state of California bans egg whites in drinks before. But uh, But then how do you have like an amaretto sour? Yeah, I don't know. Can't do it. I think uh, well, I see them in menus now in California. So maybe something changed, or yeah. maybe this guy knew what the fuck did not know what the fuck he was talking about. Seven grand. I had a whiskey sour at the seven grand, and it had an egg white in it. That's downtown Los Angeles, so it's yeah. got a yeah. So it must be a thing. So drinks for the nineteenth or twentieth, uh, early twentieth century that call for an egg, egg white, or egg yolk are tricky. Um, eggs were smaller back then. Hmm. Uh, a recipe of old that calls for uh, an egg versus today's. Uh, egg size will throw the drink uh, out of whack so he suggests why the eggs are bigger why no i don't How? know well, they, of, they probably because of filling uh, chickens full of hormones junk and, and breeding different breeding scientific term incredible thank yeah. you sorry to interrupt um so the solution he suggests is uh beat the egg to emulsify it into liquid form uh and then measure in the old recipe that calls for a whole egg use three quarter of an ounce of a small egg it's hmm. kind of confusing the way it was worded but so basically, just liquefy. Well, three quarters of an ounce from a large egg is the same as three quarters from a small ounce. Yeah, but that's what this was. That is, I was that like, is a weird. I was really like, that is really, and I've read that it three times. It. Like, but anyway, you get the idea. Three quarters of an ounce. Very that's cool. the point. Yeah. yeah, you do see like the actual ounceage of an egg occasionally in a recipe, and I've always wondered about that. So I'm I'm glad I know that now. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chris. Uh, ben. I have some uh, some uh, interesting facts for you. Ooh, um, do tell. So one thing that we always uh, do, and we have a lot of drinks that have citrus juice in them. Yeah. We're not going and buying those little weird plastic lime-shaped bottles and unscrewing the top no. and using that lime juice. We're juicing a lime. Fair. Right? 
And that, why is that? Because there's volatile compounds in citrus that don't last very long. This is why orange juice in a carton doesn't taste anything like a, you know, the mm-hmm. juice that comes out of an orange when you squeeze it mm-hmm. because it's like pasteurized. It's been sitting in that bottle for months mm-hmm. on a shelf somewhere. Uh, same thing is true of tomatoes. So my it's drink amazing. that I made today, my uh, Smoky Mary... Uh, for my tomato juice, I just put them tomatoes in a blender, and uh, it's amazing. It's so much better than, oh, man. than any Bloody Mary I've ever had. A disapproving sound from the peanut gallery. No, I love <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, an approving sound from the yeah. peanut gallery. Um, my fiancé is uh, making quiet noises off, off mic. <laughs> you probably can't hear them. <laughs> I, I would never have twigged that about tomatoes but it makes perfect sense yeah it's what you, you know when you like thought. touch a tomato vine you get that wonderful it's interesting perfume you on your say head. tomato <laughs> he says tomato sorry dad joke had to put one in sorry uh yeah let me, let me just put you on hold for a second Chris. yes sure <laughs> perfect just edit it out yeah uh, by the way do you really edit out my coughs and throat clears a lot of the time yeah holy shit yeah that's embarrassing it's not that hard no, it's not that hard, but it's like, I know I do it a lot, but I was like, yeah, it's pretty, it doesn't make it into the thing. It's like, funny I because I, you don't really cough that much in real no, but life. I, I do, no, but, I know. It's, but, I said, it's a psychological thing. As soon as I sit down in front of a microphone, I have to start like, clearing my throat <laughs> off my, yeah. yeah. I mean, some of them make it in, but no, sure, it's some of them only don't. natural that they do. Yeah. Just if you're listening at home, uh, imagine... Chris coughing like 50 times as much as he does, just kind of persistently all through the show. When he's not talking, he's coughing. That's how it really is. Uh, uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> and most of the time when you record the podcast, are you sort of thinking, oh, I hope he makes it through. Like, <laughs> yeah. So he'll. He seems, he seems like he's on death's door. <laughs> I got the black lung. Yeah. Yeah. This comes out on the, I don't know what the date is, 23rd. Of October. Uh, Yes. Oh, my sister's killed. coming to stay with me with her baby, who was born. Uh, right before. Yeah, I did. Yes, that's right. Oh episode. my god. On the wow. Oh, that's nice. Hello, Josie's sister and baby. Little Carver. Yeah. Um, our friend, friend of the show, one of my best friends, is moving. He's on a plane right now. This is going out into the interwebs as Mr. Paul Walling and his lovely wife Hannah are moving to Los Angeles, California. Oh man. Yeah. Big move. So. He'll uh, be missed. Yeah, it's going to suck. I'll tell you what. It's nice to have him out there, but this is a guy who I spend a lot of time with, the day-to-day. So just, yeah. a little, just a little nod to you, Paul. Thanks for everything, and yeah. we'll see you Thank out you there. Thank you for uh, the cool artwork. Yeah. We'll and, miss you, buddy. Uh, yeah, we'll see him out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Josie, let's, let's plug, this, plug, let's plug this tour. Oh, yeah. Please come and see me. I'm, if you're in the UK, it'll be a lot easier than if you're in the States. <laughs> but, worth, but worth the ticket, folks. Because sure. Josie is basically the funniest thing oh, under the sun. You're so kind. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm doing two weeks at the Soho Theatre in January. Whoa. Love that, love uh, that place. It is the greatest. They're I so miss the good. hell out of that place. It's such a good place. Yeah. And um, then I'm sort of going all around the UK. I'm also performing in places that normally I wouldn't have gone to because uh, I'm quite kind of protective over... I've, I've done six tours now of the UK and the first couple I went to lots and lots of places that I was like oh there will never be any Josie Long fans here I will never come back and then, <laughs> so then I, by the end of sort of the sixth tour I got very refined the places I would and wouldn't go to so I'm like that's great Glasgow yes 
um, Maidenhead, no, you know, that mm. sort of thing. Um, and I'm taking a risk on some new places this tour. Cool. Uh, for example, you take risks. Winchester, never been. Mm. Will it be good? Will it be bad? Who knows? Uh, Folkestone in Kent. <laughs> you guys could not have heard of Folkestone less. I've heard of Kent, though, so, I mean, that's a big place, is it? Like oh, a big sure. region, is it? I've, I've heard of Winchester Rifles. Yeah, Winchester Arms, the pub. A lot of those in the world. That's <laughs> true. The Winchester from Sean of the Dead. Yeah. 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 Um, so you're going there to Winchester. I, I did this the other day. The other day I was on stage over here and I was um, talking about parts of the UK. <laughs> and the crowd were just beyond not interested. <laughs> they were just like, right, stop this soon. So, <laughs> yeah, to be fair, Josie, we're not interested in most of our countries. So <laughs> <It's fair. laughs> bringing, bringing our interest level up about other countries and parts of them. It's fair. Difficult. Uh, guys, I totally got a bus and went to New York State upstate oh. and went to an apple farm the other day. Nice, awesome. you went was, apple picking? Yes, it was such a thrill. Oh. <laughs> Although what I realized is I'm so conditioned to shops but when I saw the apple trees with the apples on them, I was like, yeah, someone's put apples on this tree so they <laughs> yeah. feel like they're picking it. Like, <laughs> I just couldn't believe that apples came off this tree. They're usually just extruded out of an extruder. Exactly. <laughs> Created out of fiberglass. Yeah. Uh, well, that's great. And uh, people can follow you on Twitter at Josie Long. Yeah, please do. If you'd like to. What's good is if you're in, say, Los Angeles, you'll miss most of the time when I rant about the UK government yeah, and sorry. our equivalent of the Tea Party. You'll miss that. Yeah. Right. What and are those guys called again? Then? Oh, UKIP. Oh, UKIP. Yeah. Scum. Independence Party. Right? Yeah, scum. So what are they scum, trying to be scum. independent from? Uh, reality. The UK? <laughs> Reason, <laughs> kindness. Yeah. Uh, policies. Reality and kindness. That's pretty, yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, so you'll miss all that. You just get me occasionally being like, I saw Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> People, you know, it's fun. Yeah, that's good. that's good crack, as the Irish would say. Yeah. Uh, Josie's got a very funny Twitter and politically enlightening. Uh, I learn a lot. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, well, you can follow Chris on Twitter at Chris B Chicken and Ben at Benjamin R and you can follow HR and you can follow our show at Drink About It. And you can also go to our website www.letsdrinkabout.it. And you can go to our Tumblr, ldai.tumblr.net. Is it .net? No. No. I was like, I don't actually know the address. <laughs> every week I try to remember and I forget it every yeah. week. So. Isn't it not just tumblr.com? Mm, yeah. yeah. I think it is. Um, I'd be curious to see what happens if you go to that .net. Um, it would be nothing. like a weird fan yeah. site version. Yeah, I think exactly. it's one of those things where like you get pulled into the screen, you know, like mm. in the movies. Be careful, oh, people. Get like in that into... film, is it Stay Tuned? Where they have the remote control and the devil is there? I don't know. You don't remember that film? It was an American film. I don't know, I was thinking of Poltergeist. Stay Tuned? I think it was called Stay Tuned. I'm not familiar. It's about a family and then the devil sells them like this cable. <laughs> in fact, now I see that the it was... The devil really, sells them yeah, cable. Now I Sounds see that amazing. It was Why a really bad about metaphor, this? like a really obvious clunky metaphor right. for like TV is bad for you. Right. But it yeah, was, Neil Postman wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> the devil sold them cable and the devil was trying to get their souls. So they went through all the programs and all the programs were like demonic programs that were trying to get their souls and then they got sucked into the telly and they couldn't get out and they went from channel to channel in all these programs that were really sinister. Oh, wow. Is it a horror film though? It is? It's more like a comedy which is frightening to children. I gotta watch this. Great job. I think it's called Stay Tuned. Okay. Stay Tuned. Maybe it's got a different name over here. Yeah, maybe it does. Like 
channel hoppers. <laughs> In Canada, it'd be called like dangerous cable, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, cable, eh? Yeah, just that. Like the fact there's cable is amazing. Yeah. What else? Graham Walsh, thanks to him for making the cool musics. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you can uh, come back next week where we'll have more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Uh, have a safe flight, Josie. Thank you very much. Yeah. Have you not fully adapted to our time? Oh, my head. I've already bragged about this a lot in everything I can, but I'm very good at jet lag. (laughs) So I adapt the second I get to the place, and I adapt back the second back, and any incidental tiredness or weirdness is purely coincidental. Love it. I would love to know your secrets. The the author William Gibson, in one of his more recent books, uh, has a character whose theory of jet lag is that your soul can move at at a sprint top speed so when you fly somewhere your soul is like racing <laughs> to catch up and that's why you're so like disconnected and discombobulated it's like a it's like an elastic band or something that's so and, beautiful uh, yeah and the character is like going to london and then she has to go to russia like just as her soul catches up to her body in london and uh yeah william gibson check him out <laughs> <laughs> good books <laughs>